Hi, I'm Patty Rada with Hims, and I'm with Ron Remy, CEO of Mobile Heartbeat. Welcome, Ron. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for your time today. Great. So in our podcast today, we'll discuss the evolving clinical communication and collaboration landscape across the healthcare continuum. So Ron, tell me about the clinical communication space and how you've seen it evolve over the past decade. Absolutely. Um, So starting off, we're going to use the acronym CC&C, which stands for Clinical Communication and Collaboration. It's quite a mouthful. So I'll be referring to CC&C fairly frequently today, and that will mean the ability to use smartphones with communication collaboration software, such as our own products, to enable enhanced communication in a healthcare setting. So back to the question of how uh, Mobile Heartbeat has seen it evolve over the past decade. We are coming up on our 10-year anniversary this September of the first installation of our product. And if you go back in time 10 years ago, smartphones we're just beginning to be comfortably used in enterprise settings. Up until 10 years ago, they were mostly a personal device for the consumer, and the healthcare began to adopt those. And early on, the simple use of a smartphone for texting and for making phone calls was what C and C started out as. It was simple texting, and in many cases, it wasn't even phone calling. And as it evolved, uh, many of the buyers of these products and software realized that although texting became the predominant usage of communication, they're not called smart texting devices. They're called smartphones for a reason, is that clinicians and ancillary staff often have to make a phone call in an emergency situation. So many of the vendors began to focus on the concept of the phone call being a critical part of this. Early on, there were a tremendous number of uh, entrants in this market, Mobile Heartbeat included. Most of them focused on the simplest activity, and that is texting. And a handful of vendors focused on the full suite of CC&C. And that is obviously secure texting in a HIPAA compliant manner, voice, which is phone calls, the ability to send broadcast messages, one-to-many communication with a limited return path, group chats or group texts, alerting and alarming, that is taking inputs from other clinical systems and notifying the end user on the smartphone of an action that needed to be taken. And then last, but certainly not least, turning this from a point solution into a program or an ecosystem, or many people use the word platform, so that you could adopt other smartphone technologies and make that seamless as well. That's been the evolution of this. And the interesting thing is that Companies like Mobile Heartbeat started with a full-fledged CC&C platform as an on-premises product. The product went into the healthcare system servers or into their data center, even as a virtual server, while many of the early stage text-only products started as cloud uh, offerings only. They did not have a full suite of solutions. And now we're beginning to see that change. Some of the cloud offering text-only companies didn't survive as the market evolved. They are attempting today to build full CNC solutions. Others like Mobile Heartbeat are moving their on-premises product into the cloud to take advantage of new cloud offerings that bring real uh, advancements into the CNC space. So that's what we've seen over the last decade. It's been pretty dramatic. I'm sure it's been even more dramatic, uh, you know, in the last 14 months. So how have the past 14 months affected the clinical communication and collaboration space? 
oh, it's, a, it's been a fascinating last year and a half. And it happened so quickly. And it, it pretty much caught every, everyone by surprise. Um, let's talk a little bit about customer usage, client usage first, and then we'll talk about how this has impacted future products and future usage. So um, you're in a space of selling our products, our software into healthcare organizations, hospitals, IDNs, and all of a sudden they are faced with a tremendous challenge to their systems last March, both financially, patient mix, how their providers are going to work every day. And we saw all emerging new opportunities come screeching to a halt. One client had 350 different IT projects winnowed down to just 50. So they lost six out of seven IT projects either put on hold or canceled because of the pandemic. And at the same time, others who had partially deployed our product in the CCNC space needed to go faster. The first wave in the usage of Mobile Heartbeats MH Cure technology really, really made a difference during the first wave of the pandemic. And if they weren't fully deployed, they wanted us to go faster because they wanted it completely deployed throughout their system before the second wave hit. So we had a really interesting dichotomy with our clients. Prospective clients, everything got put on hold. Clients that were partially deployed, everything got sped up. And our fully deployed clients were with us the whole time telling us how much impact we were having because it was critical to be able to communicate effectively during the pandemic. And now that we're coming out of this crisis, we're seeing a lot of activity pick up. A lot of projects that were mothballed are coming to the surface. And the value of smartphone usage in a healthcare setting is really begun to be understood throughout the industry. So that's how it's changed over the past 14 months. So what's happening with cloud in the, in the clinical communication and collaboration space? I know that you had mentioned that earlier. That is something we're really excited about. Um, Mobile Heartbeat announced last Monday uh, via a press release, we have a brand new partnership with Microsoft. And we are part of Microsoft's cloud for healthcare approach. We are the CCC solution on top of Microsoft's cloud. And the really exciting part about that is that Microsoft's own communication product, non-healthcare specific, is Microsoft Teams. And it's been widely adopted over the last 14 months. It's really made a difference throughout many different industries. There is a need for a clinical front end to Teams, and we are building that. The product is called Banyan. B-A-N-Y-A-N, it's our, it's our product name for it. Um, the announcement went out last Monday of collaborating with Microsoft to build this. We're building it on a brand new technology called Azure Communication Services. That's the same technology that uh, empowers Microsoft Teams so effectively. And we will be able to, once finished, have an end-to-end -end seamless communication system with Microsoft Teams to our product, Banyan. So think of the entire organization where your clinical users will have Banyan on their smartphones and on their desktops. The non-clinical users may be using Microsoft Teams, but they'll all be able to communicate together. Today, if you look at the offering from all the CCNC vendors, ourselves included, is we're a siloed ecosystem. You've got our product today called MH Cure on your smartphone or on your desktop. You cannot communicate effectively with anyone not on our system today. It's a closed siloed system. 
And the future is going to be an open system adopting a widespread technology like Microsoft Teams. We're really excited about this. Great. Thanks, Ron. So what are some of the biggest communication challenges you've seen in healthcare and how are forward-thinking organizations addressing them? Well, the first one um, that we run into uh, from a conceptual standpoint that is unfortunately very much reality when they sit and look at it is how dangerous communication errors are in a healthcare setting. You know, yelling down a hallway, we call that an indirected message. Yelling for help down a hallway, you don't know who heard it, you don't know what they heard, and you have no way to make sure that someone heard your message. So the ability to communicate effectively, have an audit trail around a communication, we call that directed messaging, has a, has a tremendous impact on healthcare organizations in terms of safety, in terms of reducing sentinel events. And there's been a lot of research done in the past 10 to 15 years of how uh, heavily communication errors are in creating sentinel events in healthcare organizations. So that's one thing that CC and C platforms, ours included, really address is making communication efficient, making it safer, and making it more correct and auditable. The second thing that almost every organization has been facing for some period of time is the concept behind alarm fatigue. And alarm fatigue is created when alarms are ignored. They're either not going to the right person or they're not considered important enough to be either answered, forwarded to the right person, escalated to more people, or communicated back to do something else. And the, the full-featured CCNC products and platforms like Mobile Heartbeat handle incoming alerting and alarming from outside systems, such as telemetry, such as sepsis alerting systems. Where the big impact is for end users is the initiating system doesn't just create an alert, it sends it to mobile heartbeat and we deliver it to the end user that needs to take care of that alert, has to take action on that alert. We enable the viewing of the alert, we enable the uh, ability to launch another program, such as another application, such as Airstrip, a waveform viewing application to take more action around that alert. So we are closing the loop on alerting and alarming and enabling the end users to both effectively see the alert and the alarm, but also to take potential action. And that has a, an impact on facilities that are trying to reduce alert and alarm fatigue. There's a people component of reducing it, and there's a technology component. And we're very pleased to bring the technology component that makes a difference. So there have been a number of mergers and acquisitions over the past five years. What can we take away from this consolidation in the space? Sure. Well, the interesting part of that goes back to the first question you asked about the 10-year um, difference and how uh, many entrants were text-only with very simplistic products. Uh, and the full-featured CCNC uh, companies like Mobile Heartbeat looked at a very different approach of building a platform and then enhancing that going forward. And the, the M&A acquisition has been driven by a couple of things. The market, first of all, it basically came to a halt for new clients over the past 14 months, but also the realization by that market that buying something just to do secure texting really didn't solve the problems that you were trying to solve. Buying a thousand smartphones and simply having them do secure texting really isn't a very good investment for, for the hospital. So they looked 
to do two things. They look to make sure that the products that they're going to buy worked well together and that, that they realized that they refer to these as mobility programs, smartphone purchasing, the software that runs on them are mobility programs. And the key word there is program. It isn't a point solution. They needed a path to taking other current and future technologies and putting them, mobilizing them, putting them on the mobile device. So if some of the companies couldn't do this, either they didn't have the financial capability to uh, change with the industry, or they didn't have the product breadth to build a full CCNC platform, they ended up either closing or getting acquired. And it's a natural, natural uh, path in a brand new industry. So if you look back two years ago at the Gartner hype cycle for CCNC, the market was at the bottom of what Gartner calls the trough of disillusionment. Five years ago, it was at the top of excitement. Everybody was excited and piloted products. And then they quickly became disillusioned if those products didn't fulfill the hype. Well, now we're coming out of the trough of disillusionment, and now we're hitting mainstream adoption of the technology. And as part of that, you're going to see mergers and acquisitions kind of lay out the landscape of the market with the vendors that are providing true solutions that have real value succeeding. And the market is still relatively nascent. We are only seeing about 20% market penetration right now. There's still 80% of the market that is unfulfilled and available for vendors like our own, ourselves. So really lots of opportunities there. Uh, so from a user and technology perspective, expectations are changing. So how has that impacted the clinical communication and collaboration space? Well, uh, the first one is that users are much more comfortable with smartphones. I mean, when we first started with this 10 years ago, we had to do a lot of training on what an application does on a smartphone. We had a lot of the hospital staff that were not smartphone owners. And the hospitals were providing these clinicians smartphones for use in a clinical setting, for, and many of them were touching it for the first time. That changed relatively quickly. As we came into new clients, they would go to us, I already know how to use the phone. Just give me the basics of your application, and I'll figure out the rest of that. And that trend went on for about three years. We do very little how to use a smartphone training now. It's really application training. But their expectation has dramatically changed. And if you ask a clinician the question, so what do you want to do on the smartphone that you use in the hospital? And their answer is everything. I want to do everything. I really don't want to have to walk down to a workstation on wheels or a computer on wheels and log in and look at information. I want to do everything possible on the smartphone. And when you ask them why, it's a very, very straightforward and clear response is, I am trained to practice medicine. I want to spend my time practicing medicine with a patient, not down in front of a workstation on wheels, typing things in on a keyboard. How can you take my time away from that paradigm of entering data or looking at a screen nowhere near the patient? and bring me back bedside or bring me back lab side with the patient. And mobility, smartphone usage, and CC&C has been a big part of that, of that transition, that, that trend. So what do you think the next few years looks like for clinical communications? Well, we mentioned the first one, and that is the move to the cloud in a in not just throwing product into the cloud uh, aspect. It's got to be smartly designed and architected. And we believe it's got to be done with a partner. That's why we chose Microsoft. They are extremely visible in healthcare. They are 
uh, coming to the market with the Microsoft Cloud for Healthcare program, which we are a part of. They've got the expertise and the scale and the security to do this for large organizations. So we believe that that's the first step in a true CNC platform being cloud-based. No one else has gotten there yet today. We, uh, we hope to be the first, and we've got Microsoft's help as a partner getting there. But the second thing that's coming, and it's something we've talked about for a while, is that CNC platforms like our own create a tremendous amount of operational data, amazing amount of operational information inside of a healthcare facility that you can't get to any other way. And we've been so busy working on our product to the CCNC product that we really haven't taken advantage of this data. So if you think of how this data can be used, you apply machine learning to it, you apply some artificial intelligence, and you could get great insights on operationally what's going on in your facility. You know, is your staffing level too low or too high based on the types of data that's being collected? What is um, the trend on the data of getting a patient discharge, the communication around a patient discharge? Can you optimize that and improve it? I'm a big fan of lean thinking, and you want to take a look at your, your uh, workflows in a healthcare setting, apply lean thinking to it, and see if you can improve them, make them more efficient, make them safer, make it a better patient experience and deliver better healthcare. But you really can't apply lean thinking without data to see how am I doing now? And if I make a change, how am I doing after the change? And CCNC platforms can really provide a lot of that data. But to date, no one's been focused on that because it's non-trivial and it's gonna take a lot of expertise to do that. Great, so there's a lot of opportunities there. Ron, you said so much. I'm gonna attempt to you know, pull up some key gems from what you said. Um, a lot has happened in the, in the space in the last decade and especially in the last 14 months. Um, you know, we're looking at um, an ecosystem where we don't have point solutions. You know, we really have to have this ecosystem where it's this, it's seamless between applications and platforms, seamless in terms of workflow with clinicians needing to get to their data in order to support their patients. Um, one of the big things you talked about was the move to the cloud. This is something that we're seeing, um, and that's something you know really big on the horizon. So it isn't, as you said, just moving to the cloud. Uh, you have to have a partnership, uh, you know, the platform, the clinical communication and collaboration um, uh, platform along with the cloud provider. So you really have to have that in place to be able to uh, to move to the cloud seamlessly. Um, one thing that, that I thought was really fascinating was leveraging that operational data, which is sort of like the next thing that uh, is on the horizon and being able to apply uh, AI and machine learning to get great insight. And I think that's something that that a lot of healthcare providers will be looking forward to, especially after having been devastated by you know COVID nineteen and and uh, from a financial perspective. Um, but one thing that uh, is very clear about uh, the clinical communication collaboration space is the end goal is being more efficient, safer, proactive in terms of communicating that information to the clinician, improving their workflow. And in the end, uh, supporting the clinician in supporting the patient's uh, patient outcome and, and patient treatment. Um, Ron, is there anything else that you'd like to add? I know you said so much, you know, so many great things. I would leave, I would leave your listeners as one other thought is if you're looking at CCNC, you cannot think of it as a point solution. It has to be a program starting with products like our own uh, Banyan in the cloud, but also you're going to look at other 
mobile products, both available today and in the future, technology that isn't even hit the market yet, and they have to work together seamlessly. Clinicians do not want to be logging into multiple applications. They want to log in once and do their work. And they don't want to be looking up patient information in multiple applications. They need to go from app to app to app seamlessly, do the work in the app that's appropriate, and return to another application without a second thought. That is my, my biggest learning for our, our end users, that list, your listeners out there that are considering a CCNC or a mobility purchase. It's a program and not a point solution, and it has to be seamless with everything else that you're looking to use. That's it. Great. That's a great. And um, thank you so much for your time, Ron. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now.